We'll do a review of Lakutis Sichas in Chelik Yudches, the second Sicha for Parshas Nosoi. This Sicha, which is based on the Parsha and the portion of Nosoi, which has both sections, it talks about the section of Soita as well as the uh, followed after Soita, the section of Nozir, a Nozir who accepts upon themselves Niziris, which is prohibited for wine, etc., as the Posse continues. And basically, but this is also a uh, a whole discussion and a seum of the tractate Soita, and there's the whole discussion evolves around the order where the tractate uh, Soita really belongs, and uh, the Rebbe discusses the Rambam's opinion and why the Rambam says uh, differently than what it appears from the Gemara, it seems from the Gemara, and the Rebbe will explain that there is a difference between Rashi's interpretation uh, of Soito Bikilkulo and the Rambam's interpretation, and uh, the two uh, types of Kinui, when the person is Mekane, whether it is as a result of inappropriate behavior or it is just uh, a precaution so that the behavior goes right. And the Rebbe explains very lumdish and very uh, detailed and uh, very interesting uh, the way the Rebbe answers some very uh, difficult seemingly uh, problems uh, with the new insight that the Rebbe explains. But let's go Slowly, we'll go inside. Aleph. Ois Aleph. Chazal Zogun, our sages of blessed memory say, Loma nismucho parshas nozir le parshas soito. Why was the section of nozir put next to the section of soito? In the Chumash, we read in the parshas nozir, first you read the section of soito. After the section of soito, we read the portion of nozir. So what's the connection that after Soita comes Nazir? Loimarloch, that is to tell you. So that anyone who sees a Soita in her Kulkula, in her degradation, should separate himself from wine. Uh, basically, as Rashi seems to learn in the uh, in the Gemara, in the beginning of Soita, that if you see the degradation that the woman goes through, and uh, then that will tell you that you got to, what brought her to this state that she became a Saito, that this whole thing. So you'll see it is the wine that caused that uh, frivolous behavior, and therefore a person should separate himself from the wine. So basically, after the portion of Saito, the Torah says, well, if you don't want seeing what happened to this Saito, Nivulo, Boshta, her degradation, her shame, so then you should stay away from wine, then it won't come to uh, promiscuous and to situations of uh, Saito. Now, that, Umitzatem Zelbun Tam, so this is in the Chumash, why the portion of Nazir comes after the section of Saito. So for that same reason, that an Eich, so also they're next to each other. 
Soita and Nazir are close to each other in the oral Torah, which means in the order of the Gemara, of the Talmud, that we have the Meseches Soita kum gleich noch Meseches Nazir, that immediately after Soita comes Meseches Nazir with the Gemara zokt in onheim Meseches Soita, as the Gemara in the beginning of the tractate Soita says, that Tano min Nazir Solik. The Tan has just finished the tractate Nazir. My Tana the Kotoni Soita, what does it say in the tractate Nazir that he learns Soita right after uh, Nazir? What's the connection between Nazir and Soita? And the Gemara answers, Kedrebi. That brings down the same idea that we said before uh, for the Pasuk. Rebbe says, Lo nazir For the same reason, he asked, Why is the Parshas Nazir close to the Parshas Yazirchulu. Then anybody who sees a Saita in their degradation should become a Nazir. So the same thing is the Pasik puts the, the Gemara, sets up the Gemara in a Saita after Nazir. Now, of course, the Gemara over there, the Gemara asks right away, so should be, if it's like the Pasik, it should be the other way around, not just next to it, but Nazir should follow Soita, that if you see the Soita, then you should become a Nazir. So how come the Gemara first has Nazir and then Soita? And the Gemara answers over there, because Nazir is connected to Nod, to Nidorim, Nidorim is connected to Ksubis in the Perek Hamadir, and therefore that's where the order comes. So, even though in the Gemara, Nazir comes before Soita, in the Pasuk, Soita comes before Nazir, seems to be the natural uh, way of learning it, that from Soita to come to Nazir, but in this case, in the Gemara, we have Nazir first, because it connects to Nedarim, and Nedarim connects to Ksubas, and still we wanted to learn the laws of Soita in close proximity to uh, Nazir because the Soita Bikilkula should stay away from wine. Okay, so that's what the Gemara says. So it seems from the Gemara's lotion very clearly that the tractate that follows uh, Nazir is Soita. But the Rambam of Rishrayit, the Rambam in his introduction, he has the Order he goes through all the orders of the uh, different tractates the way Rabbi Rabbi Yehuda Nosi uh, set it up. So over there he writes that Mesechta Soita kumd gleich noch He says that it comes after Mesechta's Gitten. That means unnozir kumt far Gitten. So that means that the order is not nozir Soita like it seems from the Gemara. But Nazir Gitin Soita. Gitin comes in between Nazir and Soita. So that's the Rambam right. And the Rambam explains how come Gitin comes uh, before Soita. Is Shenyon or the Mesecha Soita? Because the subject matter of Mesecha Soita is Menyan Agirushin. It's the topic, the, the, the topic is of here is divorce. Because Shahasoito Kshetizane Yesh Lakufa Ish Va Isha La Gerushin. Because a Soita, we don't know for sure, but when if she is Mizane, she had 
an affair, extramarital relationship. So then we need to force both the man and the woman to divorce. So basically, the divorce comes as a result of Saita. So therefore, Gitin and Saita are placed together. But how are we going to reconcile this? The Gemara, how could the Rambam say against what the Gemara clearly states that the portion of Saita comes after Nazir? And here the Rambam says that the portion of Saita comes after Gitin. So the Rebbe explains, when those was the Gemara Zokt Kinal, and this that the Gemara says, as we mentioned earlier, Tanam in Nazir Solik, so the Gemara starts to explain in Sechta Saita, the beginning, that our Tan has just finished the tractate Nazir, my Tan the Katanai Saita. So, what is the learn in Nazir that he learns Saita? So, in other words, the Gemara is asking that why does Saita come after Nazir? So, this tells us all that Saita does come after Nazir. And the Gemara answers, because if you see the Saitas, then you should go and become a Nazir. So there's a connection between Nazir and Saita. So how could the Rambam say against what the Gemara clearly says that Saita is follows immediately of Nazir? Is yes, so that will be with the Meiri is Masbir. That is explained by the Meiri. Because as far as this matter, Gitin and Soito are really considered one. So when the Gemara says that, why is he learning Soito? It doesn't mean just Soito. It means also Gitin. Gitin also follows the uh, included in the Soito, as far as this matter. Why? The reason why there is the cause for the divorce is because of the kilkul, because what went wrong over here in this marriage. And venis mechu gitin v'soyto, so both, so gitin and soyto are both like one, because the get comes because of the soyto behavior, and both of them are been brought close to nozir, a lomad, and that is to teach you that it is the they were ruined that come that the the, the the problem that comes from wine goyrem legitim besoita that causes both divorce and desoita so it's basically even though the Gemara says soita but it also includes gitin and soita because gitin and soita are the same so that would perhaps answer why the Rambam doesn't conflict with the Gemara. The Gemara says that Soita comes after Nazir, but this is includes also Gitin and Soita after Nazir. But what are we going to do about the Posik in the Torah? In the Torah, that's, there's no Gitin over there. Over there, there is Soita and there is uh, Nazir. Uh, so why in the Torah is there no Gitin if it's one? That's what Farshtein the Rebbe is asking. So we need to understand the Baal does in Torah Shibiksab. Since in the written Torah, in the Pasik, in the Parshish Noisei, Kum and the Tzvei Parshish from Soito Nozit. 
So these two portions of Soyt and Ozer, Gleich Bismichu they come right next to each other. Favosol in Tedesh So how come in the oral Torah, in the order of the Mesechtes, would the Mesechtes for Mesechtes Nozir to get in Soyta is Mitzad Demzelvan Tambi in Tedesh the reason why Meseches Nazir is next to the Gitna Soita is for the same reason as the Pasek. It's Mitzadam Zelvan Tam. In Torah Shibiksav is the same reason in the written Torah why So why should there be Zayna Hefsek Tzvishun Zay Meseches Gitna? So why would there be Meseches Gitna interfering with them? That's not the way it's in the Pasek. In the Pasek, they come right next to each other. And if the reason of the Chumet, of the Balpet, the Gemara, the order, is because of the same reason, because they are set, set next to each other, Saita um, with Nazir, there's no Gitna over there. So that's the way it should be in the order of the Talmud as well. So that's one question. Also, we need to understand what is the logic behind it. What is the logic? How do we explain this argument? The Soita come immediately after Nazir. As Rashi explains, and that's also the literally uh, meaning, a simple meaning of the Gemara, no interruption, but Soita right after Nazir, or the Nochmesachtegitten, or after Mesachtegitten, the Rambam, like the view of the Rambam. So, what, how do we explain? Why, according to the Rambam, what's the logic behind it? According to the Rambam, Soita comes after Gittin, not directly after Soita, after Nazir. And according to the way Rashi learns, and the simple meaning of the Gemara, Soita comes directly after Nazir. In Ice Bays, the Rebbe will bring a, uh, an interpretation, an explanation from the Mepharshim based on the Yerushalmi. And the Yerushalmi explains that the whole reason why the Torah tells us to do kinoi is because the person can't divorce. In other words, if you could divorce, and if there is an issue of infidelity, then go ahead and give a divorce. But because there is situations when one cannot give a divorce, According to the opinion of Beis Shammai, one cannot give a divorce because Beis Shammai says that you can only divorce if you found and you have witnesses that there was infidelity. But other than that, you're not allowed to divorce. So what is a person to do when he suspects? He doesn't have witnesses. He finds out that things are going on and he can't divorce her because Beishamai doesn't allow him to divorce and he cannot live with her either because of the things that he found out, that he sees, that he knows. So that's why comes Kinui. The Hashem says, this is, uh, go ahead and be Mekana. And it becomes a mitzvah to be Mekana because there's no other choice. That is understood according to Beis Shammai. That's why, because he says it is a obligation to be Mekana, 
And the reason why there's an obligation, because there's really no choice. He can't live with her, and he can't divorce her, so he has to go kinui. So it turns out, according to the Svara of Beis Shammai, it turns out that the whole thing of kinui hinges on the get. That the reason why there is kinui is because you can't give a get. Otherwise, you would give a get. But that is not the... Um, that's why we have to have first gitin before soita because first the issue is you can't give a get and then we have the laws of kinui and that's why according to the Rambam we have to have gitin before soita because soita is hinges on gitin now take beis hillel doesn't hold so but the Basil holds that one can be Makana otherwise, but it seems like this whole discussion of the end of the mission of Gitten, why a person is allowed to divorce his wife, and according to the opinion only that Matsuba Ervas Dover, so this person would get stuck, that's why there is the din of kidney. So that makes sense that Gitten should come before Mesachas Saito. But the uh, the Rebbe will argue that in the Bavli we see clearly that it doesn't hinge on uh, not being allowed to give a get. That's the reason why you can do kinoi. So doesn't really add up that the Rambam should use the Yerushalmi as his source when the Bavli doesn't agree that you need to do kinoi. The only reason Torah Kinoi is because we can't do uh, I can't even get. Let's look inside. Base. As Dom there are some commentaries was learning that learn as the Rambam gate that the Rambam follows the view of the Yerushalmi as that Inyan Hakinui is totally begirushin that the idea of the Kinui of the warning hinges on divorce. That why do you do kinui? It's because of divorce, because you can't divorce. That's why he holds, the Rabbam holds, that Mesecha Soita comes after Gitin. He holds like the Yerushalmi. Let's see what the Yerushalmi says. In Yerushalmi state, in Yerushalmi it states, as the Plukta Tzvishin Rabbi Leezer and Rabbi Yeshua, over there, there is a machlekes between Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Yeshua Dort. Whether Kinui warning his wife is it his obligation or is it optional? So the Yerushalmi says it's totally in the plukta from Bisham and Besilo that hinges on the disagreement between Bisham and Besilo. In the Mishnah, Soif Kitten, in the Mishnah, and the end of Gitten. Whether, see, Ladaz Bishamai, or the Mishnah says, what is the basis for a divorce? When is a person allowed to divorce? So, according to the view of Bishamai, person shall not divorce his wife unless he found in her a something promiscuous. Other or the view of Basil, the Mishnah brings down there, 
Even if she burnt his food, is a basis for divorce. So what happens in Afal was if he found in her promiscuous matter, disgusting matters, on Edom, but there is no witnesses. Is loit b'shamai, so according to b'shamai, we're stuck. Legar he can't divorce her shleimotzav He hasn't found. <coughs> it has not been verified, not been established with witnesses. He hasn't found any and everything. Lekaima in a yochel, but he also cannot keep her because he did find kiurim, uh, disgusting matters. And what is he to do? He can't live with her. So he can't divorce her. So that's why he's obligated to do kinui, to warn her. To verify if by her there was actually a matter of Promiscuity, other it or not. Mashenk in Loit Basilo, but according to Basilo, that he says as Mutalagarish Afilu Oib Nor Higdicha Tafshiloi. That he's allowed to divorce just even if she just burnt his food. Is Kinui Bloizarishus? Then Kinui is merely a option. While Rahod de Breda to Gebanira get, he has the option to give her a get. So, basically, when you have the option to give a get, then if you want, the Torah allows you to do kinui. According to Bishamai, you have no choice, and that's why the Torah allows you kinui. And Toysus brings them Yerushalmi. Toysus, in the beginning of Masechah Soita, brings down this in Yerushalmi. Unfrekt, and he asked, Lefi, how do Yerushalmi, based on the Yerushalmi's thinking, since kinui hinges on divorce, which means that the reason why we should be mekane, we have to be mekane, or we're allowed to be mekane, depends on what we do, uh, whether when we whether we can divorce or not. So then we should have learned soita after gitin. So the above mentioned commentator says, as that according to the Shalmi like that, like the question of Toysvus, as that Soita comes after Gitten, and the Rambam goes according to the Yerushalmi, that Soita has to come after Gitten because Soita hinges on Gitten whether. You could get or not. That's the reason why there is kinoi, or it's kina chayvorishus. But the Rebbe says the Babli doesn't say that. So how could we say that the Yerushalmi will rule like the Rambam will learn like the Yerushalmi against the Babli? This answer is difficult. The Bald as the Babli is nit toilet dem The Babli does not hinge. This can't, the idea whether you could be mekana, you have to or not, doesn't depend if you can divorce or not. Over there, it's just a separate issue. Is it a mitzvah to divorce or not? Independent of whether we say that uh, that you have to di- divorce because there's no other choice because you're not allowed to divorce her. There's a separate question. Is this a Mitzvah to do, or it's a optional, not dependent upon 
just because I can't divorce it. How do we see this? This is from them. It's also evidence from the first of all, it doesn't, the Babli doesn't hinge it on that. But it's also evidence from the fact that in Babli brings sich the Zelbe Plukta, the Bravdi in the Babylonian Talmud, we bring the same disagreement. Whether it's mandatory to be Mekana the wife or it's optional. Who are the authors of these statements? Now, the Chelkim Zainen Rabbi Akiva, who says Chayva, he says it's mandatory. Or Rabbi Shmuel says Rishus, he says it's optional. So the same Rabbi Akiva that says that it's mandatory, it's not mandatory because he can't divorce her, because Rabbi Akiva himself, or Rabbi Akiva, how the chazman meg megarish zayin, aisha, afil motzacheres noimenu. He says that one can divorce a wife even if he finds somebody else more prettier than her. And still, the same Rabbi Akiva still says it's a mitzvah to divorce. So. You don't have to divorce. You don't, I mean, you don't have to be. He says it's a mitzvah to be mekana. You don't have to be mekana just because you can't divorce. He says you could divorce, but he holds it's a mitzvah, so it's not dependent on that you can only be mekana because you can't divorce. Kumtois. So it turns out as lishitas ababli that according to the view of the babli, mesefta soita nitahem shechtsum seiv gitten. So the detracted soita isn't a follow up to the seiv gitten or bemeila. And therefore, as Mesecha Soita Kum Fipashus Los Nashas, so it turns out that Mesecha Soita, as it seems also in the simple language of the Gemara, Glachmach Mesecha knows it. That's what it seems. And it's not like the Rishalmi says that the Babli holds that it's independent, that whether Kinu is a Chayva or not has nothing to do with whether you can divorce or not. Havikem and Zogun. So how can we say as the Rambam Nemton Shita Sayyirushalmi Negat Shita Sabavli that he accepts the view of the Rushalmi against the view of the Babli? The Babli is always what we go by. So if the Babli does not hinge it on uh the Kinui is whether you could be Makane or not, you have to be Makane is a separate issue. So how could the say that the Rambam Chose the Yerushalm against the Babli, Nochmer, and furthermore, the Rambam Nemton If we should say that the Rambam does accept the view of the Yerushalmi, as Chayvus Hakinui is told by Girushin, that the obligation of Kinui hinges on Girushin because he can't divorce. That's why he has to do Kinui. So we paskenter Akiva. So how could he rule Rabbi Akiva if they're hinged on each other as Kinu is a chayva? How could he say like Rabbi Akiva? You hold that a Kinu is an obligation which is according to Rishama, that's the view of Rishama because the Rishama learns that the one who says it's a chayva is because you're not allowed to divorce her uh, unless Matzah which is the view of the Bishamai. So it turns out that the Rambam, who holds like the Yerushalmi, if we're saying that, according to the Mepharshim, he holds like the Yerushalmi, how could he rule that you have to, uh, you have to be Mekane, because having to be Mekane means, if we go like the Yerushalmi, means that you're not allowed to divorce unless which is the view of Yishama, which you don't go like that halacha. 
So it has to be something else in explaining the Rambam, why according to the Rambam, Gitin comes in between Nozir and Saito, and according to Rashi, the Pashta Gemore, Saito comes right after Nozir. In Ois Gimel, the Rebbe raises another issue. Uh, why would the Rambam rule like Rebbe Akiva that is an obligation to be Mekane when it seems like that would go against the Stam Mishnah? The Mishnah in the beginning of Mesecht Soita begins with Hamekane, which means only Bidiyavet, but Lachatchila you shouldn't do it. Uh, so why would he rule uh, against the uh, Stam Mishnah? And now, uh, when we have a Stam Mishnah, and in the Braise we have a Machloikis, whether the Allah is like the Stam Mishnah. And the Rebbe will go further explain this. Let's see inside. So we'll understand this by first explaining in the Psaka now from Rambam to explain the ruling above from the Rambam as Kinu is a that Kinu is an obligation to be Makana Kedas Rebbe Akiva as Rebbe Akiva holds. The Lechayre would seem difficult. The Gemara is Medayek. The Gemara derives. The language that the Mishnah uses, Besoita, it says, one who does it, which is no Mekane Odom. It says, which means that it is only after the fact, but to begin with, one should not do it. That's why it says, not Mekane, but Hamekane, if you did it. And the Gemara derives from this language, that our Tana, the Tana of the beginning of the Mishnah holds, it is prohibited to be Makan. So, since according to a nameless Mishnah, it doesn't say an opinion, it doesn't say who it says, it just says, that it's also from this stam mishnah is also lekanis. So farvos paskent ervi rabakiva. So why does the Rambam rule like rabakiva? Vazayin deyevert gebrach bloys in brayse. Rabakiva who says that it's an obligation to be mekane. That's only brought down in the brayse. When we know that the rule is the klal is doch. The style the ruling is. So we have a rule that if you have a storm of the Masnisin, a nameless halach of the Mishnah, and then you have a machloikis, you have a disagreement in the Braise, is kistam, then the ruling remains like the Stam Mishnah, so we should be like the Tana in the Mishnah in, uh, in, that says Hamakane that it's only but not How could we say that it goes like? Uh, how could the Rambam rule like Rabbi Akiva that you have to be Makana? Now The Rebbe brings down an answer from the Toysus Yontiv. He basically says that in the Braise we have two uh, Tanoim. Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel, they both agree that it's not a prohibition. In other words, two Tanis 
are disagreeing, there's a majority against what the Mishnah. The Mishnah is a stama nameless. So that's one Tana. And so while the Mishnah says that it's Asur, the two Tanoim in the Braise, they both say that it's not Asur. The question is, is it an obligation or is it optional? But Asur it's not. So we have two against one. And that's why the Loch is not like the Stam Mishnah. But the Rebbe says there is, that's not clear. Some people say that even in a case where the Stam Mishnah is one, and then we have in the Braise two, Still, the Allah will be like the Stam Mishnah. The Toysis Yontav answered. Toysis Yontav answers this question. Bimal that side of Akiva side of Yishmol in the Brisa. They both Rabbi Kiva and Yishmol halted as Lavi Suruhu. They both go against the Mishnas that with the Hamikana that it's not an Nisur. They both hold Hilkach Les Halochikimas Nisin. Then the Allah is not like the Mishnah because you have two people in the Brisa, two rabbis in the Brisa disagreeing on the Mishnah. Then the question is, who do we go by, Rabbi Akiva or Rabbi Shmuel? Then we come to the rule that the law remains like Rabbi Akiva if it's against his chaver. So if it's just Rabbi Akiva against Rabbi Shmuel, we go like Rabbi Akiva. But the Rebbe says that Tiritz is over nor is this answer is only according to the views as Aloha Kista That when do we say Aloha Kista Mishnah against the Braise? It doesn't apply in a case with the Mishnah, which is only one opinion. So then if we have a majority in the Braise, then we'll go like the Braise. But there's other opinions that ever quotes from the Yad Malachi. That also in such a case, the law remains like the plain Mishnah. The, the question goes back to its place, how could the Rambam paskin like Rabbi Akiva Yochid, not a Yochid, but how could they paskin like Rabbi Akiva against the Stam Mishnah, which is, says that it's Osur uh, Lekanis, because it says only Bidiyavit. In Ois Dalet, the Rebbe explains that actually uh, they're talking that the Braise in which there is the machlokes between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel and our Mishnah, are talking about two separate things. There's not a three-way machlokes. It's not our Mishnah says Osur, and Rabbi Akiva says Mitzvah, and Rabbi Shmuel says Rishus, that it's prohibited, it's a Mitzvah, or it's optional. No, it's talking about two separate cases. The Rebbe brings in a very profound distinction over here in which the Mishnah is talking about, in which the Brisa is talking about. There is one possibility talking about in a situation where a person is faced with a Isha who isn't modest, and over there he has to uh, question over there whether he should uh, be Makan or not. That's what the Mishnah talks about. In that case, the Mishnah says only be the evidence. We'll see why in a minute. But the Braise is talking about not in a fa- in a case in which there is a problem, but generally the approach how a person should behave in his home to make sure that the family follows in the ways of the Torah, and that is where we have the issue between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yishmael. How the approach should you? 
should you? Is it a mitzvah to be mekana, or it's a uh, or it's optional? It's allowed to be mekana. Only in the case of our Mishnah, which is talking about a situation about in modest of there, there is a prohibition to be mekana only by the Evid, not lechatchila. Let's look inside. It's a uh, phenomenal chiluk over here, which answers very clearly the questions that we had. Dalit. Yes, Loimar, so we can say, Rambam, that according to the view of the Rambam, is Nito Kain Drayan Dikemach We don't have a three way disagreement as to the forest Kinui. The Mishnah Osur, no, well, no, it's not a three. Well, Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva the Braise, because Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva that are in the Braise arguing whether it's a mitzvah or you're allowed to, they are not in disagreement with the Tan of our Mishnah, as also the Khan is that it is prohibited to be Makana. There is no three way Machloikas over here. The Mishnah, everybody agrees to also the It's talking about a different case and not the case. Of Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Kiva, they're talking about in a different case. The proof for that, the Rebbe says now in the brackets, that it's not disagreeing the Braisa with the Mishnah is from the placement that the Braisa doesn't follow the Mishnah right away. The Gemara isn't bringing down the Braisa after the Mishnah to prove that there is a uh, another opinion than the Mishnah who says, Osur Lekanis, and here we have a Braisa which is Rishus or No. It's placed to point out something totally different. This is from them. This is also evident from this. But the Gemara brings not the Brisa gleich, noch medayik zayin. The Gemara does not bring this Brisa. As soon as the Gemara derives, as kasov artan that they don't also lekanis that our tan of the Mishnah holds you not allowed to say lekanis. The Gemara doesn't bring down the Brisa to show you. That there is a dissenting opinions of Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva against that. Look in another case. Al derech v'dikemare bereng benegay the day is for Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Yeshua. As far as the opinions that are quoted in the Mishnah of Rabbi Lezer and Yeshua in the Mishnah, that who said as the kanelo apishnayim. So he says that the warning needs to do apishnayim. That's what it says in the Mishnah, and immediately. The Gemara says, as Masnis in the Loi Tana, that the Mishnah does not follow the Tana. The Gemara brings a dissenting from a Braisa. It says in the Braisa that Rabbi Yoishi ben Rabbi Yehuda, over there he says, that we don't need two, but just one witness by himself, the Kinu can be done. So the Gemara clearly brings a Braisa to show that the Mishnah does not go like that. Umbrengt es nit afilu bekeshe to the deya funtano didon as osulikanis. And over here, the Gemara does not bring it. Over there, the Gemara does not bring it in connection to the opinion of our don of our tan osulikanis. The Gemara should have brought if the Brisa, the Gemara disagrees on the Mishnah, then the Brisa should have been brought in connection to. When the Gemara says that the Tana holds that also Lekanis, the Gemara should have said it doesn't go like the Tana in Rabbi Shur and Rabbi Kiva who disagree. The Braise Verd Gibracht, why does the Gemara bring the Braise in Gemara? That's brought as evident. 
Adoz was toned by Rabbi Yishmael. It's brought us another evidence. Toned Rabbi Yishmael zokt. Ein hodem kanalish teilim kinichnas beruach that a person doesn't mekane does not warn his wife unless a spirit enters into him. And over there, the Gemara had a question whether it means a ruach tuma ruach tahare. So the Gemara brings a proof from the Brayse that maintas vididei from the Manda Omar ruach tahare. The Gemara brings a proof from this Brayse that what kind of a spirit are we talking about? Nichnas beruach it means ruach tahare. Because as the Gemara proves, well, how do we know it's a ruach tahare from the Machloikas of Bishmol Rav Akiva? The Amre ruach. Tuma, if it's talking about Ruch Tuma, Rushuz, the Chayvel, the Yula, Ruach Tuma ben Avshe, is it a option or a mandatory for a person to bring a Ruch Tuma? How could Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva be arguing whether you have to or you don't have to be Makana if that means a Ruch Tuma? So the Gemara brings it in relationship to that. So therefore, this is something different. Now, the Mishnah and Braise read in Vengmitzvay Farshid in the Falm. The Mishnah and the Braise talk about two separate cases. In Kinu is on France we found there's two situations in Kinu. So what are the two cases? In Kinu is a France we found what are the two cases of Kinu? Number one, Aleph. A Kinu is which is as it pertains to a woman who is not modest, when is and it's a it's a introduction, it takes place before her going into seclusion. Then when as the Yerushalmi mentioned above his language, he found in her promiscuous matters. And the husband suspects his wife for a matter of an Aveda. Therefore, he warns his wife in order to be able to verify if she will not listen to his warning, and she'll go into seclusion, whether she was defiled or she wasn't defiled. So that's one case. And number two, you have a warning with regards to a kosher woman. But the Rambam says, He says it has to be done in a gentle way, in a clean way, in a warning today, in order to train, to educate, to direct, and to remove a stumbling. The whole, that's generally needs to be done in the way the kin needs to be done. Anyone who is not particular about his wife, about his son, about his family members. And he warns them. And he constantly monitors their ways. Harizachet is a sinner. So the man is a sinner because he's not directing and he's not guiding and he's not making sure that there will be no stumbling. But from them is Mukhach. From this it's evident. As Chayves HaKinui, that the obligation to of Kinui is not farbunden, it's not tied, Midem was their Baalus Chayshadishtay, with the fact that the husband suspects his wife in Advar Averechulu that she's doing an Aveda. Other Gezemba Yirdvarim Kiurim, or he saw that she had some re, uh, bad things, promiscuous thing. Not only as he is a Prat, but that becomes a, a detail from the Minion Kloli. It's a general. Uh, concept from Adrocha Seisho from guiding 
of the wife, just as one has to guide and direct and to be careful on the conduct of of his sons and his family in general. Was there far because of this? As the Rambam writes, is mitzvahs chachamim of bnei Yisrael. The chachamim's command of bnei Yisrael is lekranis l'nishayim to warn their wives. We're not talking about the circumstance of suspicion. We're just talking about in general. Bechlal. So yederisha. This is to every woman. Unalsa and hoga to me. This and this is a constant conduct. Not a bit of a varnish, but there has to be the caution, as the Rambam puts in. Should not warn her too much. Not in a way of a joke. Not to put fear on her. It is not proper to jump and to warn in front of witnesses in the beginning. With all these precautions. But we're talking about a situation which is a general uh, guiding of the husband and the Baal in the home and not as a result of any suspicion. And this is hey, says the Rambam which is This is the difference between the Mishnah and the Braise. In Mishnah verse in the Mishnah it says in the Evet over there is talking about a warning over there talking about a woman who we found some disgusting things over there or similar, that what she was doing was sort of a pre to going into seclusion. And in them, how the Rambam, and over here the Rambam holds, as Lashita Sababli is also Lakana, is that it's prohibited to be Makana. Logically, it would be seen differently, as the Rebbe will address it. But over here the Rambam says, no, you're not allowed to. As opposed to the disagreement in the Brice tradition, Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva, between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva, see, Kinu is a choiva or the Rishus, whether the warning is a mandatory or an optional, we're talking about a warning to a kosher woman, in order to guide her and direct her. Rabbi Shmuel halt, Rabbi Shmuel is of the view as the Gantzini in a Kinu. That this whole concept of kinui, of warning, even when we're talking about a kosher woman is blazer shoes, it's only optional. It this is only something which is a novel idea that you can do that. And it's the Torah is allowing for that. Why? Because as the Gemara explains, since the Torah has said towards the fact that you're not allowed to have hatred. To your brother in your heart. So Zok Torah, therefore Torah says, as in them fall, that in this case, although this warning can bring into Tagarvisina, can bring about uh, discord and hatred. You're allowed to have that conduct of Kines Ishtai. And Rabakiva's view is as their kinui was that this Warning that comes to direct her is mandatory. That's the way the Rambam rules. He talks about this case in Kinui. As we see from his language, quoted before, the old Russian is talking about the warning of Yishak Shader. We're not talking about that he suspects it.
And now the Rebbe adds that actually in the Posse there's a hint for these two uh, types of Kinuv. Yeshloimar, we can say as these two types of warning are hinted in the verse. It says first, He will pass over him a spirit of Kino and he will warn his wife and she became defiled. So the first thing is she became defiled. Or she did not become defiled. So what is the arichas of kefla loshen? What is the long and duplicate loshen over of ruach kina v'kinas ishtoi? So v'kinas even nitma loy nitma v'loy nitma. Why does it say again over of ruach kina v'kinas ishtoi? Is merames it hints adoretzich v'gitzvei farshin nesugin oshim that we're talking about two separate categories of women v'kinas ishtoi v'nitma. We're talking about a warning to a wife which has become defiled al kina tzayisho. He's warning a wife that he's found over there. Promiscuous matter creates it. It's more closer to say that she did become defiled. She did not become defiled. The kosher woman to direct her that she should stay away and Continue his guidance that things should be all proper. Now in Oizvov, we need to understand the Rebbe explains. So, why in a case where he suspects, should it be a prohibition to be Mekana his wife? It would seem like that should be, then there should be a mitzvah to find out. The Rebbe brings out from the Gemara that. If there is a wife that is behaving in this promiscuous uh, behavior, it's likely that the husband is involved in similar things, as the Gemara says. And therefore, if he is not the uh, level that he has been involved in matters uh, of infidelity, so then the water will not bathe her. So that's why it's also Lakanis, because there's likely when there is. Makana and Ishikishera, then go ahead and be Makana. There could be a, a Chayva. But in this case, there is an issue. That's the view of the Rambam, the Rebbe explains. Why should there be a prohibition to warn a woman was much about Varun Kurim that he's found Varun Kurim Ketzabai? The Chayra, Adrabe, would seem on the contrary. In such a case, for sure you should warn your wife. Even though this might bring to fights, the discord, to protect her for the future, from to be able to figure out if she had sinned, why shouldn't he warn her? The reason, according to the Rambam, why is it prohibited to warn? Not as Rashi said, because it'll bring them to arguments. Nor because in a situation in which he did find matters that were promiscuous and similar, then we worry as the that the water is not going to check her. As the Rebbe brings down now, the din is 
The halacha is, as the Gemara says later on in Soitid of Chavches, Abizman she'ish menuka ba'obein hamayin ba'itkin asishtay. If the husband is clean from any sin, then the water, the water that the wife drinks are going to check her. But if the person is not clean from sin, the water will not check his wife. What does it mean he's not clean from sin? That from the time that he become an adult, if he ever had a prohibited relationship, even a sin of having a relationship with a non-married woman, so that means that if he was involved in anything himself, the water would not check his wife. The Gemara says that anybody who himself is not faithful, so then his wife will be mezane on him too. As people say, he's by the big uh, growing uh, vegetables, she's by the small ones. This is one kind these are large and these are small. Same thing. To say, as Rashi says there, whatever he is busy with, that's what she's busy with. So it turns out, if the wife's conduct is not the way it should be, there's a big worry. That also the conduct of the husband is not proper. Therefore, the water is not going to check. Zog Tana Didon, therefore our Tana says, in Azafal, Osur Lekanis, it is prohibited to warn Mitzadem Cheshash, because of the worry, as the Mayim Vel Saivinit, Baitik Zainasishte, the waters will in any event not check his wife. Dorch Mashke Zain, as Zain Ishtoi, Betaruiskumen, and what's going to happen if he's going to give his wife to drink? Belshem Rambam. Pasha, a sin, a crime, that he is going to cause the name of Hashem, the Shema Mephedish, that it should be erased, and then he's going to be causing a bad name, and the Seder didn't work. And he should rather divorce her than to give her that. And that's why he says that also in this case, it's better not to be Mekana. Now the Rebbe goes back in Isaiah. This explains why the Rambam puts in Gitin before Soita, because we're talking about the Mishnah of Soita is talking about a woman. In Isaiah, the Rebbe explains that this is why, according to the Rambam, who learns that the first Mishnah of Soita is dealing about a issue that Motzabot Dvorim Kiurim, and it's a sin that we're dealing with, uh, a sin of a soita, and the sin of the soita is such that we force, as the Rambam says, to divorce. Nowadays we don't have May Soita, so follows Girushin, so it's basically. Gerushin and the Saita are the same Indian because Saita's Kilkul, when we're talking about a Kilkul, that brings to the Gerushin. It becomes one matter. So therefore, Gitin comes before Saita. Rashi, on the other hand, learns that the first Mishnah is talking about 
not a kilko, but talking about a uh, a woman we didn't see any dvorim kiurim, and therefore there is no connection really between soita and gitna. Soita therefore comes after nazir, and also the pasuk implies that as the Rebbe brings down. Let's look inside. Based according to all the above, we understand. Why the Rambam learns as Mesecha Soita kum noch gitin that tractor Soita comes follows gitin the Baal does the Mishnah Baschola Soita since the Mishnah the way we start the tractor Soita Red Vegna Isha talking about a woman was Motzo Bo Dvorim Kuurim he found over there promiscuous matters a Soita Chitas we're talking about Soita a sinner who's doing sin. Is mistaber tzuzogun, so therefore it makes sense to say ader pirush. What is the meaning in the tamas miches tzunozim? We say what is the meaning when we say lomo nismucha parshes nozir to soito is shakola roya soito bekilkula. If you see a soito bekilkula, what does it mean bekilkula? Yazim inayayin. What does it mean soito bekilkula? Is is kibirish rashi b'nivulo b'boshto? Doesn't mean in her degradation or her shame of a soita, which would not imply that the soita necessarily did an aveda. That would apply even if the soita is there just as hadrocha. It's just a nivulo b'boshto. But over here we're saying that the soita b'kilkula, according to the Rambam, means literally with the pashtus haloshin that it means that she was dvarim kiurim that kilkul. It was a kilkul of a seita that is sin. So, she is ruining and she is violating a sin. Or we're talking about the punishment of Tzafnabita. So, that is the seita bekilkula. So, because of we're talking about the kilkul, we're talking about the sin. And what do we do with a seita nowadays? That is a sin when we don't have the Mayim Hamaradim, we don't have the Mesoita. So today is only the, the force them to, to divorce. That's the remedy for the Soita. So therefore, this Kilkul, uh, the Soita, Kilkula, the, the, and the Soita Chetas, is divorce. It's synonymous with divorce. So Vibaldas, the Gantzer Kilkul, and Soita Chetas, Bismanazet. What is the all of what we can do of a kilkul of when, is, when she sins a uh, soita, uh, and nowadays we don't have the water, is does was yesh lakufa ishva ishala girushin. We force the husband and the wife for girushin, for divorce. Learn the Rambam, this is the Rambam, learn the Mesechta soita kumt noch gitten. That's why it comes after gitten. We bow as beinian ha kilkul is echodhim kinal zival. Because as far as kilkul in the matter of the sin, it's one thing because if we're talking about a soita that was mechalkal, so then there is divorce. That what comes together. It's one thing with gitten, and therefore it's included to, together. Kenal Sifalif, as quoted before from the Pirush Mishnais, the Rambam is Sifalif. And this is actually also fits with the Pasik that Rebbe brings down. That this idea that we're talking about a soita chetas in the beginning fits with the order of the Psukim, as the Rambam understands the Mishnah. As opposed to, as we'll see in a minute, Rashi understands the Mishnah that it's not talking about Asoita Chatas, but this uh, Svore, the way the Rambam learns it, 
fits with the pasuk. On that Indian, as the Mishnah Bascholo Soita Redveg Nasoita Chetas, this idea that the Mishnah in the beginning of Soita is discussing a Soita that is sinning is Oich Behesem to say that Aksuvim. This is also fits in the order of the Psukim in Parshas Soita Beterishem that fits in the order of the Soita in Terishem so uh, that means that in the Posik we see that we're talking first about Soita Chatas as the beginning of the Psachta Soita. Hascholas HaParsha is, how does the Parsha begin of Soita? Is Ishki Sishta Ishta, Moli Bamal Vishachavish Isra Vinitmo. We're talking about the assumption, we're talking about a woman who has strayed and she violated in him a violation. And she had intimacy with another person, and she goes into seclusion, and she has become defiled. And then later on, the second part talking about a question that we have over Lavruch Kino, and a spirit of Kino went over him. He warns his wife, she did or did not. And even in the Sophic, we're also introduced. First, he says, before saying maybe she was not Tomei, then he says, as the Rebbe learned earlier, spoke earlier, the first half of the Posik, that talking about the kin for a woman that you found in her promiscuous matter, and then we're talking about the regular Hadrocha when not. That's the Shittas Rambam. Mashenkin Rashi Gate Bukholanal Shitose. Rashi goes according to his view. Ever learned as the Mishnah read Vegan Kinuistam. He says that the Mishnah discusses just regular Kinui. Oich to an Isha was Rotnish Gizemba in Kindvarum Kurim. Also to a woman which he has not seen any matters of promiscuity. Ukiyitzbe. Umbemailan therefore Aleph. And learned as Soita Achar Nozir. So he learns that Soita follows Nozir because why should, what is the connection to Soita getting up to divorce or nothing? There's. The beginning of the tractate Soita does not have any connection to Meseches Gitten. Not like the Rambam who learns by Achoita and therefore he has to divorce her. There's no divorce there. Number two, base. Shakola Roya Soita Bekulkulo. He doesn't touch Soita Bekulkulo means. That she sinned because she's not sinning. Is it mefarish? He says that it's just in her degradation, her shame, because there is no kilkul here of sin over here, according to Rashi's understanding of the first Mishnah of Soita. And Gimel, the Isul Akanish, the what is the prohibition to be Makana? Is while maybe he brings himself to fights and his wife to degrade her, even if she's clean. So that's why it's also Lakanis. So therefore it's a different, a uh, whole different reason. Mashenkin, according to the Rambam, the Rebbe learned before, also Lakanis would be because he's probably guilty as she is. And uh, and the Mayim Amorim was not going to help. And it's going to be Moicha uh, the So now... The Rebbe wants to tie in Noisches, the end of the Mesechte, to the beginning of the Mesechte. Apishitas Rambam, based on the view of the Rambam.
The beginning of the tractate speaks about a certain that has sinned. That when I understand the shaykhs will also understand the connection from Ascholas Hamesechta to Yirsiyum from the beginning of the tractate to the end. It says Loitis Neyiraschet Diikano. He says when he said that Botlo Yiraschet that once in the Mishnah says that it was Botlo Yiraschet. So the Amoyer says, don't say in the Mishnah that there is no more fear of sin, because there is I, I am fear of sin, so don't say that it was bought. So the middle to Messiah Zay, Mesech what is the means? How do we conclude Mesech Soita as only Zayn Soita Chetaz, that there shall not be a Soita that sins, Mesel Nishdar from Mekayim Zayn Bepoil Hilchos Soita, that you should not need to uh, f- uh, fulfill literally the laws of Soita is is by saying, don't say that there is no Yerashchei, there is I. Bishas, Aid, Mesechta Soita, when Aid learns, studies the tracted Soita. And he concludes it, and he finishes off by saying, don't learn Yerashchei because there is I. In other words, that you have Yerashchei. And come to, to the Darga from Yerashchei, he reaches the level of Yerashchei, that bottle the Metzies we have shorties from Chait Vesoyta. That concludes, that nullifies the existence and the possibility of the sin and the Soyta. So that's the end. Is loy tisne Yerashchei dikano, there should be the level of Yerashchei. And so this is according to the Shita Sarambam that the first mission is talking about a Soita Chitas. And Rebbe Noistas says, We can also connect, uh, explain the connection from the beginning to the end according to Rashi's view. That the warning in the beginning of the Sech is, is also to a woman who is kosher. Was proper. Same thing is later on the seclusion and the giving to drink that later on in the Mishnah is nit It's not emphasized that we're talking about a soita that's it's not a filiatoida, even a clean one. So how are we going to explain? So we're not talking when we say now we have to finish it, you it's we're not talking about a sinner. According to, we'll explain it according to the known in Yiraschet. What does it mean, the fear of the sin? As Mahot Moira, that what you're afraid of is neat for an Oynish. Yiraschet not for the punishment. It's not Yiraschet for the Chedbrink that the sin causes, nor, but for the Chet Gufa, you're afraid of the sin itself. The Etzem Zach Zuton Epez Vasich Hepech Rotzen Hashem. The thing itself to do something which is against the will of Hashem. That aspect is especially emphasized by a soita that is tohoira, that is a yiras chait over there. Allah veris All sins have a punishment. So you can have both fear. Of the sin itself and also fear of the punishment. 
with the exception is a woman who is really clean, and she went into seclusion and she was given to drink, is neat, nor. Only does she not deserve a punishment, but on the contrary, she gets a great reward. When she is clean and she will be uh, fertilized with seed, which means she'll have children. The Chazal tell us, if she was giving birth previously before she drank with pain, now she's going to be giving birth easily. And if she has been giving birth to females, she's going to give males, meaning upgrade to her level of before. From Desveg, notwithstanding this, that she doesn't get a punishment, but actually... She gets better. She still has to bring a mincha, a meal offering as an atonement. For the fact alone that she was in seclusion, even if it was not in a prohibited manner, had it not been for the warning of the husband, is This still not a proper conduct. And when there is a uh, seclusion, even if she does this with the calculation, she figures out that she should get the reward of Nizra Zora to have these blessing in their children is a siman as it felt yiras chait. That sign that is lacking the chait. On their far is their sim gumar from Mesecha Saita. That's why the conclusion. How does Mesecha conclude? Vemakumtu loitisna yiras chait diika no. Don't learn yiras chait because there is I. That's the way to be sure not to do it even for a permisra because there is this chet itself is yiras chet. That's what you're afraid of, and therefore, whatever the case is, seclusion. That's not going to happen, even without doing an avera, even forgetting the schar, because it's a chet. This is Mesichas Erev Chag Shavuos Tovshin Yutas.